0: Hi, everyone. I know that we just released an episode yesterday, and that we're straying from our usual Tuesday schedule, but I need to bring you this additional short episode today. I think all of us have been glued to the television watching the Russian invasion of Ukraine over the last week. With each day, we're seeing the devastating images and videos of destruction, and with that, the catastrophic loss of life. I was particularly struck by a piece put out this week by Time titled The Fight to Save Lives in Ukraine's Largest Children's Hospital. The article describes the upsetting conditions at Kiev's Children's Hospital, the largest pediatric hospital in Ukraine. The first-hand accounts in this article, along with the accompanying video and pictures, document the nightmare of a reality that Ukrainians are living through. It also tells the story of the heroism being exhibited by the medical staff as they work to treat patients in the midst of war. Through social media, I got in contact with Dima, who is a neurosurgeon at Kiev's Children's Hospital. He spoke with me on the phone for a few minutes to describe to me the situation that he and his colleagues are facing. Here's our chat. My name is uh, Dima.
1: My full name is Dimitra, Dimitra Ishenko, and I'm a neurosurgeon. Nowadays, I work as a new, uh, pediatric neurosurgeon in the biggest pediatric hospital in Ukraine of Madrid. Uh, which is located in Kiev, the capital
0: of Ukraine. Certainly, we're seeing it here stateside in the news, but can you give us a little bit of a description of what it's been like over the last week being in Kiev? Uh,
1: the situation in Kiev uh, is pretty tough nowadays and pretty difficult because we have a full war with Russia. And Russian military forces uh, try to to take and occupy Kiev, and they uh, provide a wide uh, military operation in Ukraine. Uh, of course, a lot of civilians uh, are struggled all, uh, with war and try to fight with occupants, uh, but a lot of civilians. Uh, came to us to our hospital uh, for medical help. A lot of people uh, spent uh, about one week in cellars and uh, try try to to stay safe to stay safe.
0: Can you tell me before all of this, what is the children's hospital like there?
1: Is one of the oldest and uh, biggest uh, pediatric hospital in Ukraine. Nowadays we have uh, two buildings, a uh, new one and old one. Uh, the new building uh, is modern, a modern hospital for pediatric care in every, in every branch of medicine, including uh, newborn care and uh, your surgical department or a BIDIC, uh, actually we have uh, all branches of modern medicine in this building. Uh, before before the war, before the war we provide uh, a vast, uh, vast uh, majority of uh, surgical uh, interventions and uh, conservative treatment for uh, uh, the most difficult uh, medical cases for children from every uh, every point of our country, and we had uh, the biggest the biggest torrent of patients with uh, the most difficult uh, and unknown cases uh, in our country. Uh, nowadays, due to war and due to uh, Russian occupation of Ukraine, we uh, reorganized our medical care, and we work as uh, a specialized, of course, specialized hospital, but we provide and uh, military medicine care, medical care for all our patients, and uh, not only for pediatric patients,
0: but for every civilians who I need in uh, medical care. Sure, and I'm seeing in the news that a lot of the care has has been done in the basement, been done in, in public areas, you know, underground that are safer. Can you tell yeah, me about true. physically what it looks like there? It's, it's, uh, it's true. Uh, sure, we
1: uh, we have never thought about uh, these needs. So our cellars, our basements uh, are not the best place for our patients. But uh, last uh, Thursday, I think, we organize our departments, and almost every our department uh, migrated to basements and we provide medical care there. Uh, nowadays we have uh, a few operation theaters uh, on the ground floor. Uh, where mm, where healthcare workers provided uh, some surgeries but a lot of patients especially uh, surgical patients uh, are still stay at basements uh, without, uh, <coughs> without every without uh, every I I'm sorry I'm a bit tired because uh, i've stayed at hospital for six six days now uh, without uh, any uh, good conditions for them for example our department here surgical department moved to uh to a cellar under Ahmeded building main Ahmeded building and now there are three patients with external ventricular drain uh, in cellars, and it's really not very good because it can cause enterocolitis or meningitis because uh, sellers uh, can provide uh, good good staying conditions and good septic antiseptic conditions for our patients and uh, it's not only about neurosurgical patients we have a lot of departments uh, who should stay in cellars, it's oncogematological patients, uh, patients after transplantation of uh, uh, bone cells with uh, lymphomas, with immunodifositis, it's real tragedy for, for our children, for our sick children
0: and, Dima, you said you've been at the hospital for six days. How are you and the other physicians and nurses managing, you know, having to, to worry about yourselves but also having to worry about your patients? Um,
1: I came to my hospital at uh, first day of our war. It was December 24th, and I stayed here for five or six days now uh, and you know first first two days was the most difficult for all physicians because we, uh, we had uh, a lot of adrenaline in our blood and uh, our medical service uh, wasn't organized uh, in the right way but after some reorganization after uh, some management in our hospital now we have uh, fully equipped uh, medical care for our patients and uh, all necessary conditions to provide even the most difficult surgeries if need Uh, and now we (coughs) uh, decided to have duties it lasts about uh, 24 Hours per person, and then we change our duties and have a bit time uh, to
0: sleep. And Dima, I won't take any more of your time. Are there any other messages that you want us to hear in the United States? Uh,
1: yes, we hope all, I think, not only healthcare workers, but every person in Ukraine now uh, hope and pray for peace uh, for Ukraine. And uh, we ask everybody to organize some meetings, to organize some protests, uh, peace protests against the Putin regime, because it's really uh, very, very horrifying to see uh, how, in the 21st centuries, uh, such such things can happen. Because, for example. Uh, yesterday we uh, our ambulance came to us with one dead baby another baby uh died today uh, due to some military operation by russian forces and it's a catastrophic situation in modern world so uh every people every person all over the world can sign some petitions, can uh, make some protests uh, against Russia and against Putin's regime.
0: Dima, you and, and your colleagues are truly heroes doing what you're doing. We're thinking about you. We're praying with you. Thanks for speaking with me. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. We'll speak again soon.